welcome, welcome to Planning Face Syndicate. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Episode 35, the last tournament to end all tournaments. And as you can see from the intro graphic, that CR90 is not going to live very much longer. Tonight, we're going to be talking about new Fang Fighter pilots from the Rebels, as well as... I, I want to know if our good buddy Charles is going to be ever going to fly Rebels or not. So in a few minutes here, we're going to be talking a little bit about that to see if Charles is going to ever fly Rebels to get the new Fen. We're also going to be talking about the Trilogy Tournament, how it has gone so far for the team, as well as our next set of pairings, because I believe we have a new set of pairings that will be coming up this week. And then we'll be talking about LVO. A little bit and what i wanted to do and this is maybe the statistical part of tanner here right is i went ahead and i looked on metawing and, and we're going to dissect metawing a little bit here i downloaded everything to csvs and then i was like screw it we could just do this live right on their website and i don't need to download shit so we're going to be talking about lvo a little bit what we might see the guys are going to give some perspectives and if you have any lists you want reviewed throw them in the chat I don't care as much about reviewing the list as more or less I'm trying to help create a guide for newer players, what you're going to see and how many shit lists you're going to have to deal with because Dash will not be one of them. With that being said, let's bring my co-hosts in for the night. Come on, come in, hit the transition button. Here comes Mr. Charles and Mr. JJ. How are you tonight, sirs? Doing all right. A little bit under the weather today, but I'm gonna soldier through and get uh, let's get some uh, some podcasting done. Soldier I am, boy, I am over. Yeah, tell him. Sorry, that was terrible. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> anyway, I am over the weather today. I uh, got a new webcam, so picture is clear. I'm able to zoom in a little bit, so you guys don't have to see all the craziness going on behind me. Uh, wicked excited, having a good day, having a good weekend. All in all minus my loss and uh no i will never fly rebels just saying oh all right so you that's a hot take coming out the thing so i gotta ask real quick charles and this is a personal thing right do you dye your beard or are you just graced naturally with not having a lot of gray hair and like um, i'm just cursed this is this is it to be fair like if, if we're gonna if this beard cast 2022 this is really it. Like, I'm not going to lie and say I don't because, you know, this podcast is sponsored by Just for Men Light Brown. <laughs> but, uh, but that being said, um, I've just gotten, like, lazy with dyeing it because it takes forever and it's messy and it's terrible. And so, like, I've got a little bit here and I've got a little bit right here and I've got a lot of it up here. But luckily enough, my I keep it short enough on the sides and stuff, which is where most of the gray is. Um, and my hair is light enough, you can't really see a whole lot of it anyway. Um, so I'm all right. I'm almost 40, and I got a little bit of salt and pepper. Uh, just a tad, though. I have a I'm lot. Not, I'm, not, I'm not at your level there, <laughs> Captain. But. My, my, and it gets worse the more it grows. So um, and I just I had to ask because... I swear you had a darker beard, but then I couldn't remember. And I was like, all right. So if I just ask you, it's just going to be easier um, because uh, get this. So I've been thinking about dyeing my hair, right? Just for the hell of it. Cause I'm it's midlife crisis. And that's the cheapest midlife crisis I could probably have is Dye, you know, dying your beard. Yeah. Or my, <laughs> my hair. I've been thinking about dying my hair blue, like a, a black, oh, with like blue tints. 
Yeah, bleach the nah, dude. Marge Simpson, it just bleach it out and go like blue, like JJ's shirt. <laughs> that's a that's oh, a yeah. little too light for me. I, it would have to be a darker color. But then the question so, comes: Is do you color your beard too, or do you just leave your beard because everybody knows nobody ah, has blue hair? Ah, I think so, Nobby. Just real quick, um, I do have some wisdom, uh, but not as much as you because I don't fly a wings. And then I just had an idea. <laughs> so, JJ, yes. As the more groomed of the podcast in the facial hair area, what will it take? Money raised, number of follows. We'll put a we'll put a little counter on the bottom of the screen. Give us a time frame and number of subscriptions that we have to raise for JJ to rock a beard. Just just <laughs> let it go, man. Just so, let it go. Let it go. Bearded Squadron's already a thing here in, in Florida. Yeah, that's so true. Like, yeah. So like, <laughs> I was going to say, just, yeah. <laughs> come to the dark side, brother. Come to the dark side. So I actually went a full year of not shaving or grooming anything. And, and that's it, all you got? It looked, it looked like terrible. Zach Galifianakis like, level. That's about it. it. Just slightly shorter. Sir, we okay. need this. I need this so, in my life. It, it was like... Okay, it, it, it doesn't grow like out, it just like bunches up. That's all it does. And I'm like, it sucks. So <laughs> no. So what you gotta do, because mine does the same thing. But for Christmas, I got a um they sell them at Walmart, they're like 20, 30 bucks. They're not expensive. They make much more expensive ones that you can buy, but a heated beer brush, beard brush. Ooh, okay. Like you plug it into the wall, you turn it on, let it warm up, and then when you run it through your beard, it works like uh like a hair straightener would. It yep. takes all of the that curl and just it it steams it out almost, and that's why my beard is so like straight right now because mine does the same thing. It'll just huh, okay. bunch and curl. So having that beard brush and then a like a almost like a boot brush. You don't want to use like a regular like hairbrush yeah, on it, yeah. but like a real stiff bristle, uh, like a boot brush to help force the hair to stay straight does help out a lot. Okay, again, beard beard, ca- beard cast twenty twenty two. That's what we here we are. Yeah, so I, I will second that. I use a blow dryer and a special brush to brush mine out when it's longer. Right now it's pretty short. So um we're gonna bore everybody and lose everybody in a minute. But like in fairness, <laughs> like I have I I have because I had that long ass beard forever, and that was like my sister did that once for me when I was getting my hair cut and she trims the sides up and she goes, Here, let me show you how to how to maintain it. I'm like, oh, it's a beard. You don't have to maintain it. You just throw some oil and a couple of combs and call it a day. No, no, no. <laughs> There's a whole method to the madness, I guess. So Wow. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and Nobby, if you have a beard, we would love to see it. Because last I remember, I don't like yeah, I don't, send I don't remember you have a beard. So no. send, send send pictures. I think you're you're you have baby face, if I remember right. It's been a while since yes. I've seen you on camera, but um but yeah, so it's just funny because I've been debating on whether I'm going to dye my beard um, or not. So I might keep it, might not. Just deal with it. Anyway. Dude, no, what you do is you you ask us to leave, and then you stay back and fight the Balrog. And then you level up and you become Chris the White. And then you just have a full-out <laughs> white beard. Your entire, your entire outfit changes to white. You know, that's that's how you do that. You steal all the experience for the rest of the party. <laughs> well, I've done that before, I'm sure. I'm sure that's that's not that's a thing I've done before. All right. So why don't we talk um let's 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 talk new shit. How about that? That's let's what we could do. Let's let's do the new pilots first. 
And I say that because I'm very interested in to know um, your guys' takes on this. And hold on, I got to bring up the doc and then we'll transition because that's not the right one. There it is. Well, let's let's talk about the new pilots and kind of go from there. All right. Because I think that's that's a, this is important discussion a little bit. Um, maybe not the most important discussion, but I'm pretty sure it might be. We already me. had that. The beard was the most important discussion, dude. <laughs> <laughs> While you're doing the transition, I can talk about real quick my uh, my trilogy tournament. So I played um, Chopper. What is his? Oh, his name. Michael Turner. Michael Turner. So first and foremost, Michael, if you ever get the opportunity to see this podcast, amazing, amazing guy. For it being 11 p.m. his time and 7 a.m. our time, very good game. Um, I'll be honest. He could not, for the entire rounds, do more than one damage at a time to either of my fire sprays. And I could not hit because of Kanan. Every time I got a shot, the ship that was shooting was in Kanan's arc, uh, and he was able to lower it down to a two red dice attack, which for Star Vipers, that's all day, baby. You'd range three with two red versus three and four green. Uh, he couldn't He couldn't do any worse. Uh, and then we got down to a minute left, and there had been no points scored in the entire game with a minute left. Um, and instead of... Uh, boosting Boba out of a couple of arcs, I let him in so he could stay at range one, hoping that the rerolls would help me uh, mitigate damage, uh, and they did not. Now, thankfully, he did not kill Boba, so he only got 50, 50%, so he got half points on Boba. Uh, Amen escaped with nothing. I was one away from half on Dalen, uh, and one damage on Kanan, and no damage on Guri. Uh, believe wow. it or not, that list was incredibly durable and strong. Um, I wow. lost, so I lost stealth device on Boba to a bomb or no, I'm sorry. I lost stealth device on Boba cause I hit a rock oh. uh, and I lost stealth <laughs> device on Eamon at range three obstructed. So mm. I rolled five green dice with a focus and still took damage and lost my stealth device. Uh, so the list does Damn. need some revamping, but all in all, I'm happy not having half points taken until the last round of the game. I'm all right with that. Like it was, it was a very yeah. good and very close game. So I was very pleased with how the list worked and how everything played out. Looking forward to round two. And here's where Desling comes in and says, "Hey, remember when I was on your chat and telling you, Tanner, why you should not use stealth device? Even though I love stealth device, I can hear it coming. I can hear it filling into my <laughs> my queue. I guess before we we're gonna. I guess before why don't we do that again? So yeah. JJ, why don't you go through your tournament report? Sure. So I played uh, the team leader, uh, Guppy, on Saturday, and uh, we streamed it live here on, on PBS, and she was flying a Darth Maul list with three Belbelubs, the Sakoan Aces with Predator, mm -hmm. against my Blackout, Kylo Ren, and Tavson list with Sensor Movies. What a battle. Um, he definitely got the advantage early on. I made the error of leaving Blackout too exposed um, to be into too many arcs. Uh, and he managed to take out Blackout early. <laughs> Luckily, uh, Tavson came in at the right time to start punching in serious damage, both on Maul and taking out one of the Bell Belubs. But then uh, I ran into some late trouble where I all it was just uh, Kylo versus 
two bells, one of them which was full health, and then Maul. And I got bumped, what was it, four times in a row where Kate, where Kylo couldn't go anywhere at all. Um, and I managed to to bring it back. Um, he forgot that Kylo can rotate his arc backwards, so I managed to get a clean shot on his uh, on his full health bell blob and kill it on the second shot. And um, it went down to the wire. Uh, we we played it all the way through. Uh, we jousted for the end part there, and I managed to survive a double tap from Maul um, to survive with one hole left at the final. Um, it was an exhilarating game. Uh, Guppy is a class A player, uh, really fantastic guy, and it was uh, it was definitely a, a great game. I enjoyed it very much. The best part is I'm sitting here yelling into the mic because there's nobody commentating with me so i'm yelling into the mic into the ether saying what the fuck turn your arc around you can go you could go forward you could go either way you want and turn your damn arc around because you could shoot from behind and if he's range one you still get three dice you yeah get yeah your predator but oh who cares like it was funny because at one point, right, that was my intention to do was like turn right to then just rotate my arc backwards. But then he blocks me. So I'm like, OK, maybe he's going to continue that way. So I'm going to go left. And then he also goes left and then blocks me again. And I'm like, OK, there's no way he's going to do it again. And then he blocks me a third time. And it was like, oh, my God, like, stop blocking me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, weird. the um, there was you. Yeah, there was a moment that you should have saved. Um, there that he had a proxy mine that he should have dropped that you would have probably hit if he had dropped it in different orders. Um, so to be fair, the, there was a couple of points where he could have taken that game back in control a lot better yeah. than he did. Um, and like like especially when he did the two sloop with Maul towards the end there, and it's like, dude, you could have just two hearted, two hearted, and you would have ended up in a similar type position. Then you he then he wouldn't have had to gone through the rocks. It, it, yeah. There was a couple of things if he had done a little bit like I use small five Ks and I use sloops if I know I'm getting shots. But to just turn around in in a CIS, you don't always need to do that. And I and yeah. that actually hurt him with the stress more than um than he had before, and that was a bigger issue. But yeah. um, very close game, very intense. Uh, I will say there was more than one time we were yelling into the mic. Um, and I'll tell you, it, if you could change any anything in your list, get rid of Blackout. Every oh time God, you play yeah. that list, you it, it, it's a curse, man. I'm telling it you is. right really now, <laughs> your Blackout has done nothing for you ever. Ever. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah Deslin yeah. says recoil. There you go. Like, I, yeah. anything is better than what you're getting. You're getting nothing. Like at this point you could dump him and get two ships and be better. Get two tie fighters and be better off. Literally. Yeah. Anyway. Well, why don't we go before we go into the rebel stuff, I guess let's get, let's get into the list. You have the next team. I think John still owes a game. I don't know how the hell this works because John still owes a game with one team. You have yeah. another team that you're playing coming up. Um, so let's, let's go through the, the next list if you don't mind yeah absolutely so next uh the next team that we're going to be playing is the cerebus boys uh, that's the team name that will be matching up here soon uh, we haven't done any pairings as of yet but we will be doing that later on this week um so the first one here is blair g uh he's running the resistance he has uh four ship lists here he has poe dameron uh commander poe 
with just a jammy beam, just for flavor. Kazuda Ziona and the Fireball with R5 Astromech, which I believe is the repair droid. Uh, the next one is uh, Jessica Papa and the T70 with the M9G8 and the jammy beam. And then the uh, generic Red Squadron Expert, also in the T70 uh, with R6D6. Uh, solid list here. This is a list that wants to fly in a block formation or keep close as possible um, and just keep all those arcs in. Um, it has that uh, the mods with... Um, with our M9G8, which allows you to allow a ship that you have locked uh, to reroll uh, one attack die. A uh, really solid way to constantly give mods to all your different ships. And then, of course, just has her natural rerolls as long as she has ships around her. Uh, it's a really tough list to get through, really bulky, and it can do a lot, a lot of work, definitely. All right. You could have just saved that entire thing and just said he's running resistance nonsense and nothing else would have mattered because it's resistance <laughs> and it's terrible and it's awful. The so, next one, that we, yeah, go ahead. I'd say I'll disagree a little bit. I like that list. The difference is the next list that we have from Chris is the worst list. And Nobby, shame on you for not banning Dash. I'm just going to state <laughs> it right now. This is some bullshit right here. Fuck Dash. Uh, I, uh, you, you know what? Give John, uh, JJ, give John fucking this list. I'm telling you right now. John <laughs> John can deal with fucking Dash. No one else that should ever have to be subjected to this horrific garbage. Yeah, so uh, this list is a rubble list here. He has uh, classic Dash Rendar here with Trickshot, Perceptive Copilot, Jen Urso with the Outrider title and False Transponder Codes to boot. So this allows him to uh, basically have a focus evade every turn. And then if he decides that he wants to have a target lock, um, he can go ahead and do that. Uh, he has Harrison Dula in the B-Wing with Fire Control System, allows her to... Um, to retain that lock whenever she gets it and just shoot at initiative six and then pass off a token if she needs to. And then Kyle Katarn with Moldy Crow to, to finish off the list can uh, uh, pocket those focus tokens and pass it off to Hera, who can then pass it off to Dash if needed. A uh, lot of token sharing here, and there's just so much that you can do here. Um, every time that focus passes, you can pass, you change it into an evade token and you just you know shrug off the damage all day. Um, so this is a, a really hardy list to to get through. It's a lot of tokens, a lot of things to go through. Uh, but yeah, uh, John, sorry, I'm going to try to give this to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, this is all done, 100%. Dash should immediately, immediately lose one green dice. Just, I'm just saying. Like, let's just, if we can't ban Dash, then let's strip his green dice. Maybe no dice. That would be fair, right? That, no. Why not? If he gets it, no, because if he gets so here's the thing, right? I get the dash is broken. I'm 100% in line. But in order for him to have zero, you'd have to amp his health because there's only one ship in the game that I can think of off top of my head that's got zero, and that's the decimator. And that's the true. decimator has 16. Yeah, it's got an abundance of health. So, like, sure, take dash's greens away, but then give him 16 health. You really want a 16 health no. outrider? No. no I don't. So, let's, I'm down for like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to do with Dash. Dash is, to be fair, as a huge fan of the, the Shadows of the Empire series for back in the day, because that's where Dash is from. Um, I think that the, the ship is incredibly accurate to the how, how the Outrider acted in the books. Um, I think that it plays well. It's, it's no different than the Star Viper. The Star Viper is also from that book and the video game for the Nintendo 64. 
uh, and it handles incredibly close to how it does as well there. Um, I don't think it's balanced for the game. I think they're incredibly overpowered, but when you look at the fact that it's only really appeared in that book, in that video game, and about two-tenths of a second in footage over most Eisley in the special edition of <laughs> A New Hope, um, I don't mind it. I don't like flying against it, and I've never been good at flying it, but... It just needs to be... It needs to be charge based. I think Dash's ability needs to be a three charge, where you, like you do layout. it once and then you yeah exactly and then you can't use it for the next three to, or two turns until it charges back up. That that honestly will make it a lot more balanced. That's my opinion for it. Yep. Or you could just ban them. Just ban it. Move on. <laughs> I just feel I better mean, with that. Yeah. Or you could just ban it. Just ban it. That's fine. All right. The next list is Paul J. And we have Grievous in a Belba Lab with Solus One, a Tri Fighter with nothing, a second Tri. Oh, I'm sorry, they're fearsome Tri Fighters. He has three fearsome naked Tri Fighters and two naked Separatist drones minus the Struts. So a very bare bones ish um, CIS list, but one if they don't die. Um, one that will strip tokens and, and it's it'll... got that the fearsome ability, right? Like they, the yep. predator, the predator prey thing where yep. all yeah. three of them, they can't pick three separate ships, but they, no. that, that they only pick one. goes on to one ship. So this yeah. would be good for dash. Just give yes. dash that condition and then go in, man. <laughs> Except <laughs> this is a friendly to dash. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. We could totally have Paul face face off against dash that's how that works <laughs> wait change somebody change their list real quick run this yeah. <laughs> yeah right not nobby can we can we resubmit lists or is it too late <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i agree with you this is definitely a pure like efficiency type list you're either gonna have to deal with grievous or you're gonna have to deal with three tri fighters that are gonna come after you um they're very very maneuverable um i played kind of a similar list against chris recently and uh and it's they they can do some work, um, especially the fearsome predators. They can uh, that condition card can add strain to opponents, and if you get that off first, you are more likely to get more damage in to the next shots that come in afterwards. Uh, definitely a, a pretty solid list. Yeah, I mean, and if you're if if we're being fair, it's that fearsome predator is only one point more than the other i three, like even if you drop down, you're only getting three points. You're not going to do anything with it. Like, so even if I wanted to put Impervium Plating on Grievous, which is where I would prefer it, um, there's just, you're not getting, you that Fearsome is worth more than that four points, honestly. You think that it's worth not putting independent calculations on this? No, but that's just my opinion. So, <laughs> no. I, yeah. I, I've, I have come to love that, and I'm hoping tomorrow, if John, because John and I both don't have to work, I'm hoping he'll show up early um, to our locals so that I can play my independent calculate garbage against him. And <laughs> if I win, I can gloat for I, for the rest of the year. That, do you have an, Do you have enough independent calculations? Yes, hundred percent. Yep. Nice. Oh, and please. he has like twenty seven droid fighters. He has. A, yeah, but they only came. Breaks one. They only came with the tri fighters and with the. He has twenty five of those. <laughs> I do not. I have four of them, though. Yeah. Four or five. I have four or five of them, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I think only four. They came with those. They came with the um, 
I think they came with the HMPs too. I own four of those as well. <laughs> so, like, I own enough CIA, like, and I almost bought another one of those stupid servant strife packs just so I could get the stupid uh, Belba Lab because that list you played against with Maul and three Belba Labs is just fun. Like, I just think yeah. that's gonna be fun, and I want to see where the points come in for the gauntlet fighter because i do wonder if the gauntlet fighter will be really good with those bubble apps too i don't know hey good that grievous uh trigger man that grievous crew he just used that a lot in my game it was such a huge like difference because it, it more wouldn't die it was great so yeah um yeah so i like this list uh personally i i would run something similar to it i'm a little saddened by the points um that you can't fit impervium plating but I can tell you with running Watt and Solus One, um, I've had very good luck with that. So, um, actually, what? What? How much cheaper is Watt? Uh, oh, he's not, only two points cheaper. Never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. two. Yeah, I think if if Watt was four points cheaper, you jump to Watt and add Impervium Plating, and you got all I threes. That's true. Yep. And then Watt doesn't have to stay away from all of them. Anyway, we're let's keep going on. Um, so those are those are our trilogy lists that um, that we were uh, debating against. And um, what we can do is uh, kind of give update reports uh, this weekend. I should be around more. So as you guys schedule your games, um, make sure you let us know uh, ahead of time. And I'll be happy to stream some stuff. Uh, I don't know. I guess I didn't know Charles was streaming at 7 a.m. Otherwise, I would probably would have got up and streamed I... his game and just gone back to bed. So to be fair, like on that, just full disclosure, um, I had immense issues with Discord last week, and I could not get a hold of him for the life of me. And oh, yesterday, okay. I reached, I I couldn't find him in the server. Uh, so I reached out to um, Cubby, right? Guppy, yeah. Guppy, Guppy. there we go. Yeah. Guppy. Ah. Anyway, I reached out to Guppy and asked him if he could get a hold of him for me. And within a couple of hours, he had messaged me and he had offered, you know, to either do it this morning at 7 a.m. or tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Uh, and I got to work tomorrow. So unfortunately, this morning was the only option. And we cemented it at like 10 or 11 o'clock last night. So there was there was really no opportunity for me yeah. to say, hey, let's stream list. Let's get this going. Like it was, hey, I need to go to bed so that I can get up at the crack of dawn and run this game. So there was no no ill will or intent there it just because of yeah surreptitious, surreptitious fate and somehow the pairings getting messed up cough cough crappy captain cough cough crappy captain. <laughs> um take ownership jj um other than that you know because of that issue it's one of those things where there just was not time to notify anybody before the game happened so it is what it is hopefully next time we'll not mess up the pairings and we'll be able to get right on out there Stop showing the Fen card. I'm not flying rebel. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I do. It's my choice. I'm not flying rebel. You have flown rebel before. Oh, hey, real quick. Plug, plug. While we're while we're on the subject of, uh, you know, <clears throat> what I'm flying and what I'm not flying, uh, I would just like to show off my new uh, tournament set that I got from District Foundry. That I really, looks really like it. Right. right, looks Perfect. amazing. Oh. Um, I did go to curled paw for the for the tokens that are in the actual tray itself. Um, so I was able to get a set of acrylic tokens from them. 
Um, Chris, for you and John, when we see each other in LVO, I did get a couple extra uh, ship markers uh, from Curl Paw. I ordered like a set of random ones. So I have two extra. I'll give one to you and John and LVO. Um, but just a real quick shout out to District Foundry. Super cool dude. Uh, Ken Cho is an amazing human being. Uh, stayed in touch with me, was able to do the custom lid with the Mandalorian skull, the Mythosaur skull on it. Um, was able to do the color combinations that we needed for the podcast logo. Uh, if you guys need anything, yes, Des Deslin, it is super thick, but that's because it's got to hold two fire sprays. Um, but that being said, um, super, super happy with it. I could not be more overjoyed with how that turned out. So uh, big ups to District Foundry and Ken. Hit him up if you guys need any custom anything. He is not nice. a sponsor of the show unless he wants to be, but I can't not give him credit for the amazing job he did. Can I ask how much you paid for it? Mm, I want to say it was like 50? That's really that's good. Not bad. Actually, yeah, for, for that's really that, good. I can, I can pull my Etsy account if you want the actual price, but I ordered it in three separate sections. So I ordered the token tray. So that you can customize how you like if you want curled paw tokens, if you want, I think he's got two or three different manufacturers that he has the measurements for their tokens. So you can pick what you want for the token tray, uh, the depth of the storage tray. Um, uh, so you can pick the, the depth and that sort of thing there. So there's two different depths that you can use. Uh, and then you can order with maneuver uh, templates or without maneuver templates on the tray. Um, and I did, I went without cause I have those Michigan GT ones that, that I got from John when we did our PPS tournament locally in, in Grand Rapids or I'm sorry, in Holland. Um, so I didn't need the templates. I just needed the tray to put them in, uh, which worked out really, really well. So I got a really good deal on it. Super high quality. I'm extremely, extremely ecstatic about it. So yeah, awesome. that's right. All right. Well, let's talk about new ships. We probably don't need to cover Fen especially because Charles refuses to run him. So I will tell you, we're going to have a fen off. I will. I don't run Rebels either very often, but JJ or I will 100% run this against you. Go. Scum Fen is clearly superior. I have no okay. worry in my mind. Bring this <laughs> and when imposter. Rebel, Bring when this imposter. Rebel Fen takes Scum Fen out in one shot. I'm just going to make sure you remember that you're going to be eating some crow that night. Nah. I can All use right. fearless. No, <laughs> you could use fearless. That's true. All right, first pilot. Who wants to take the first pilot? I'll do this one. So we got the initiative for Bodica Venge here. It reads: After another friendly ship defense, if you are not depleted, you may perform a bonus primary attack against the attacker. If you do, after performing the attack, gain one deplete token. Um, a really strong ability to help you uh, do a double tap there. And uh, what's really great about his ability is that you get that deplete token after you perform the second attack. So you still get that full uh, three die attack, if not four of you at range one uh, against the, an, a defender. And at this at initiative four, you're more than likely going to get this off more reliably. Uh, really, really solid ship. I think that this probably is going to run closer to, uh, I would say, probably like 55 points, I would say. Wow. All right. Um, I mean, like, okay, so let's compare real quick while we're while we're waxing poetic about it. Um, I'm gonna pull up an I four because I think there's only one. So we would would you um 
I would compare it more to CAD than I would Joy, um, just because Joy's ability requires an upgrade, whereas CAD's does not. Yeah, I agree. Um, so looking at CAD Solus, which is a current I-4 scum Fang Fighter, uh, CAD Solus without any additional upgrades is about 53 points. <coughs> so I'd be comfortable. I think I'd be comfortable putting him around that, that 50 to 53 point uh, set there. Just because I think Cad's ability is a little stronger, um, so making making him a little bit lighter than Cad would probably be a good idea. Um, but I don't see them. I don't see any of them being below fifty one points because the minute you start putting them in the the fifty point or below, you open up the ability to run four named pilots in Fang. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's not going to happen. So I'm I'm comfortable placing him somewhere in the fifty one to fifty three range as an ice yeah. pilot. Or exactly, Earth, yeah. Whatever the case may be. Huh. Yeah, especially when you pair with Fen Rao, where you could take out a non-lock red token. Um, that uh, That's really good, because you can still do the hard one, retain the deplete, and then when you engage, Fen Rao takes away that deplete token, and then you could take a double tap after that again. So, so, so here's a question for you, though. Looking at looking at <clears throat> Rebel, Rebel Fen versus Scum Fen. So you've got the same stat line, same initiative, same abilities as far as actions go. Uh, and I'm not sure if upgrades, I'm not sure if they're going to give him a mod slot or not. But if they keep it exactly the same and just give the different ability, um, would you put Rebel Fen more than 68? Or would you put Rebel no, Fen less, less than 68? Less than 68? I'd put him less. Yeah, because he's he's more... The, the biggest comparison I can make for this Fen and Scum Fen is, uh, is Poe. Poe Dameron and the resistance, right? You take a look at the original Flyboy, uh, where he's more aggressive, where he could use his ability for double actions more reliably, versus Commander Poe, which is charge basing, could use it every other turn. And they slotted his points a lot less than the other Poe because it's his ability is able to expand out and help out the remaining ships, right? So I think the Rebel Fen is more of that Commander Poe type, which he supports the rest of the the fleet or, or your list to remove those those red tokens that um, that hinder your squad. I think, and maybe this is just me. I think, I think they will. I agree with you. I think they are going to create. They're going to bring them in less points, but I think the versatility because of the support pieces is worse. So think of it this way: Fen no longer has to do boost, focus, barrel roll, focus. Fen can. But Fen does not have to. Fen can target lock. Fen could just boost and not have the stress so he could 4K the next turn, right? And the problem is going to be is because you, as soon as you stick, yeah, Dutch or Hera in here or Jake, I mean, there you go. And let me let me let me make it a little different for you because I'm I'm just envisioning in my head. You're going to hate this. Before I say this out loud, Chris, you're going to hate what I'm about to say, and I'm okay with that. So in Scum, there was a point where we had a two-ship meta that involved Fen, right? You either ran Gurry Fen, Phil GC, the man with that yeah. list. I cannot yep. make it work, but man, watching him fly, that is, yeah. that is a work really of good. art. But Fen Boba was a huge thing. You took Boba with Maul, and you had an overpowered tank of a ship that allowed Fen to just run crazy. Can you point this enough to make it valuable to do a two ship fen dash. No. Absolutely no, see, not. The the power of the the old fen boba was because 
Fen, uh, the scum Fen hit like a rock, right? You you got into that range one and you're rolling five dice. More than likely, you had that equipped with either Fearless or Predator, depending on the points. And you just got in, got that shot, and got out. You hit like a rock and then just, just leave. This particular Fen, while he retains that defensive ability to change you know, one of his uh, green dice to an evade, unless you're putting mods into him or you support him enough to where he can be on his own and still be a good offensive piece, he's not anywhere near as effective as scum fen because you don't have fearless on, on rebels and you're not going to get that extra die at range one um for both offense and defense which is another huge thing so there's no way that this the rebel fan is going to match up to scum fen when it comes to that type of offensive potential no so, yeah but fair he's enough. going to on the opposite side though he's going to be a very aggressive um support piece when you start matching him up with Hera. Jan Ors. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. extremely interested to see how, and, and just tangenting here, and I apologize as someone that's been flying the Fang Fighter since it released for Scum. Scum Fangs are hyper aggressive because of Fearless, because of yeah. those style of upgrades. They want to be at range one, they want to be in your arc. They don't want to arc dodge because Concordia only works if they're in your front arc. They want you to shoot at them. Rebels traditionally have tankier ships. They don't have, like, other than A-Wings, Nobby, calm down. Other than A-Wings, <laughs> they don't have an interceptor-style ship. And even A-Wings are defensive the way they fly. They don't want to sit in your front arc. They don't want to, to just absorb shots and get shot at. Is there going to be a different playstyle when it comes to the Rebel Fang Fighter? Because it's not none of their abilities, at least not that I've seen thus far, um, are designed around being that aggressive. Um, you know, obviously Concordia gives you one heck of a defense, but they none of them have the ability to pump to five dice to get uh, additional mods, and you know what I mean. So it's yeah. just one of those things where do you fly a Rebel Fang? with the same level of aggression that you do a scum fang or is it a different flying style it'll be a different flying style. you don't need to go in you're going to be at range three you don't need to be at range one all the time you could be at range yeah. three then you can go into range one and there is a way to give him five dice janors yep mm -hmm. every turn put moldy crawl on janors and now you don't even have to fly Janors <laughs> like a real ship. It could just be like, here, I'm just going to have all these arcs, and now, uh, Fen's going to always get an extra die. The other thing that we got to consider, too, is Fenrau unlocks Janors twice. Because at, if you have another ship on a of five that's going to shoot, right? You can uh, Janors, uh, assuming they have... Oh, my God. Yep. Have them have him shoot that additional die. Then Jan engages, removes mm. the stress token. And then the next initiative five engages. Now Jen restresses and gives another dice over to that initiative five to shoot. That's so. broken. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. But you're right, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. This will be. This is going to be a Jan or so Fens like. Oh man, I, we should we should build a list right now because I think I wonder <laughs> if you could put Jan, Fen, um, Luke Skywalker. Nope, fuck Luke. I don't. Nope, Jan, Fen, Wedge. And um, either uh, Hera or Jake in a list all together. That's that's freaking solid. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm. Absolutely. I'm happy I own a lot of uh, 
re rebel or a lot of fang fighters. Um, but it, just think about that. I mean, ah, oh, man, that's just disgusting. J especially if you could fit Moldy Crow. I mean, because you could probably run Fen naked. You could probably ran run Jake naked, and put Moldy Crow on Jan, and then you put Wedge in there, and then depending on what you want to do with Wedge, you could put if you have room, put Plasmus. If not. Run nah, would, if I'm running Jen, I'm not running any ordinance because Jen only works on primaries. So I would put either Predator on both Fen and Wedge, assuming they have points, and I'm I'm good to go. Maybe a bomb on Jen if it decides to get right. behind you. So hold on, we're we're gonna do this a minute. I we, I gotta do this. I'm sorry, <laughs> this is a tangent. I don't mean a tangent. Yes, um, you do. We do it every week. You act like <laughs> anyone anyone has watched this podcast for more than like three weeks. Has no qualms with the tangent because that's what we do. That's we what don't, we do. We don't stay on point. We do all this planning and we're exploring. we create these amazing <laughs> documents of shit that we're gonna follow, and then we're like, you know what? Out the window. Done. We're just gonna we're gonna fly by the seat of our ass every week, and it's okay. I love it because it makes it more personable. We're not planned. We're not by the minute we're not running the minutes we're just being who we are and loving this game and that's why i love being a part of this um but yeah no no one is surprised that we tangent into into yeah. wherever the wind may take us so that's right use luke as a stand-in for fen because the points should be similar i would say i would say luke's probably more expensive he's got more more of a stat line but i, no, I would four say, points luke also has force I, mm. Mm. yeah, yeah that's like, true, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah. scum, because scum fen sixty eight, and uh, holy crap, t sixty five. Luke is only sixty. Yeah, yeah. No, keep Luke, keep Luke. Yep, you're right. I just disregard my statement. Fucking, <laughs> fucking rebel bullshit. <laughs> Hold on, because we're 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 in the home stretch here, baby. Oh my god, I think I could fit Jan in here with Moldy Crow. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Ah, oh, okay. So Fen will have to come in at fifty-five points to make this fit. With no upgrades. With, this is yeah. This is with just a moldy crow upgrade, which I think that's all you really need because Fen's gonna trigger for Jan every time. Yeah, but I so here's the thing, right? As, and again, it's gonna depend, right? I can't. I'm waxing poetic based on my knowledge of Scumfen, but realistically speaking, um, Scumfen, it needs an upgrade. Can you fly it blank? Yes, but you don't. Yeah, you you, don't. Out, you fly out maneuver. You fly fearless, depending on your play style. You don't put torps. I mean, you can put like APT so that you get a six dice shot on the off chance that you can line that up enough. But realistically speaking, you don't run a Fang Fighter without something to to give you an edge. Um so you're gonna need you're gonna need him to be like fifty four to fifty two so that you have one to three points to at least give some sort of a talent. Now, you could kill Moldy Moldy Crow right here and you have eleven points to fuck with. So I mean sixteen points. No, because remember I said Luke had to come in at yeah, 55. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. So, so if Fen comes in at 60, <laughs> which I think Fen's going to be more than 60, but if let's just pretend he does come in at 60, I mean, I think his ability 
is pretty damn good and it doesn't require the force, right? So he has to be 60 points. I've got 11 points to play with here right now, which allows me, right, to put other things. It does have to make you a little bit more... Um, what's oh, Wedge, man. just out of curiosity, what's Wedge A-Wing versus Wedge X-Wing point-wise? Um, that's yeah. a really good point. That's that's thirty eight points for A wing and fifty four yep. for X wing. So you could you could drop yep. off wedge X wing into wedge A wing. Yep. And and be able to keep Moldy Crow and still have plenty of room for yep. Yep. for a couple of upgrades. That still keeps your list synergy because A wing wedge has the same ability that X wing wedge, right? With the only caveat that it's only front arc only, but yeah, pretty much. Well, the yeah. X-Wing only has front arc anyway. The I'm sorry. Doesn't um, get another arc. I, I meant to say primary front arc only, whereas X-Wing wedges any attack in the front. Oh, so, fair yeah. enough, fair enough, fair enough. <clears throat> All right. Um. So we're going <laughs> to... We tangented away for that one. Um, I apologize. <laughs> um, there's more ships to review. Back to the things. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was pretty when I when they released those, I was pretty excited and I didn't even think about the Jan interaction. Um, so now when you mention that, I just I don't know. I I need LVO to be done with so that I can play fun stuff again uh, in my <laughs> spare time because a hundred percent we could guess Fen's price and just build lists around him and just play. Like, cause you could spawn a Fang Fighter and a Dial and play them in TTS, yeah. you know. Ben Wedge, Hera, yep, that'd be a thing too. All right, next one is Dirk Ulala. I don't know how to say it. Ulaladen. Uloden. Uloden. There you go. He's an I three. So after after you execute, or were you gonna read it, Chris? Oh, Sorry. Go ahead. You go ahead. So after you fully execute a red maneuver or perform a red action, you may acquire a lock on an enemy ship in your front arc at range one. Now, this one I'm worried about. Because in theory, you could boost into range one, link to focus, and then acquire a target lock. Yep. Well, okay. So, well, here's a, here's a question. So, oh yes, because you're not performing the lock action; you're acquiring a lock. Yep. That's how it works. Because if you do a red maneuver, you can't. Um, you cannot uh, do anything with it if you stressed out. So. Yeah, I mean it's um it's a pretty solid um, ability. This is much more similar to Cat Solus, um, although I think this will probably be probably about the same cost as. Um, as joy honestly because you probably want to get like more upgrades on this for it to work now nope. i'm i'm gonna I, want to the reason and here's my being, i don't see it being joy joy's 47 this is not so, going to be under 50 here's here's my reasoning for it right because you go in you get the focus target lock right your initiative three more than likely unless you're flying or directing this against a, a, a lower initiative or perhaps the same initiative you're not going to be able to get or keep that ship in arc, right? Unless you're going like a large base or whatever, but there's specific caveats. You're not going to get this off more reliably for a double-minded shot. Now, if you're chasing somebody and you get that focus target lock and they still retain like their distance, like beyond like range one, 
I'm going to want to have some type of torp, either plasmas or ion torps to have a double modded shot at range. At range three, those those torps at initiative three are going to be money because you're going to have double modded shots at that. And I'm going to want to run torps on this particular chassis just so I can take advantage of that focus lock and get damage off consistently. So I think that's where the strength of this chassis is, or this pilot rather. Yeah, I don't like that it's an I3, honestly. But at the same token, I, th I do think this is actually pretty good. Um, I do agree with you, or I tend to agree with you that this there's. I think the shitty thing is in Rebel, you have to point this higher. Somebody's got an echo. You're gonna have to point this higher because if you don't, you're gonna get too many amazing combos with it. And it still is a three agility, four health ship. You're probably, you're going to have to take a swarm to wipe one of these off the board. And even then it doesn't always work. I, I can't tell you how many times I try to wipe a swarm off the board or, you know, use a swarm to wipe a stupid fang fighter off the board. And it does not work in one turn, two turns. Yes. Um, yeah. Green dice, the green dice are green dice. Exactly. But I mean, if it's if it's not at the same point of as Cat Solus or not Cat Solus as uh, Joy Rekoff, what do you think? This would be on the same level as Cat Solus. Yeah, I mean, to me, this is forty-five points, but in Repo or Rebels, it has to be like fifty-five. <laughs> so, like, you just can't. I, I don't like all the combos you can create. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and yeah, and if he's low enough, you're going to be running. Um, you're 100% going to be running uh you're going to be running the uh the APTs on them and yeah. if you don't like I don't know I don't know what it is if you don't <clears throat> yeah I mean APTs are five ions they give you a little more range and yeah it's only one damage but it's still uh control right because if you hit them with the ion then now you know that they're only moving on one straight and you can set yourself up to come in for a range one shot on the following turn. So that that could work potentially that way. So on this, just curious, because I'm not a rebel player. But the the talents that these have. Right? If they if the dial is the same as a fang, the talons that these have, if you had Leia the Leia crew that allows you to turn to lower the difficulty of a maneuver. Mm -hmm. You could three Talon into a boost focus target lock. Yep. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Or if you have the Fen crew, you could just take off the stress and have them do the K turn. I think they do that. Oh yeah. You could do the K turn too. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Mm. Yeah, I like this ship. Um, I hope, I hope that it's more it's pointed differently. So, um, either which way, the next one, uh, JJ, you want to read the next one, Clan Ren yeah, Volunteer? Sure. So we got the Clan Ren Volunteer here. Uh, the it's a two pip unique, so that means you can run two of these. It reads while you perform an attack at range one, if the speed of your reveal maneuver matches. That of a friendly ship at range one, you may re-roll one attack die. Um, really, really solid uh, 
generic, even though it's technically like a unique generic. Um, this definitely encourages formation flying. Now, the only thing I'm trying to think of is obviously besides running another one of these together, um, I don't think there are too many Initiative 3 pilots on the Rebellion that you want to run together, so that way you can guarantee that you at least occupy the same space as you're going through at the same time. Uh, but this is uh, this is really solid. Um, I definitely like having this um, this particular chassis here. Um, and actually, Nickel City, you're right. Running this with Sabine A-Wing, that actually would be a really, really good um, combo for, for this particular ship to run in because that gives you that, um, that passive bond there. Um, I do – I'm thinking of maybe some of the other um, – like hwk pilots i think kyle's a three but i'm not sure uh, actually no he is a three but at the same time if you're trying to slow roll maybe yeah what do you think charles what generic i3s do you have of available in rebels that are fast ships that are fast um, a wings, uh, you got X wings as well that are are pretty decent. I mean, they don't have the five straight, but they have pretty much everything else. Um, you got the no, the the E wings are initiative four. Um, oh, uh, the K wings. Because if you can put this with another ship that has <coughs> similar aggression, right? Because don't get me wrong, but all two blues make this an aggressive ship just in its basis um if you have say like an a-wing that gets those or an x-wing with like an r2 so that you're able to have the same amount of blues that a fang has um then you have the ability to maintain the speed maneuvers and keep them in line with each other the question that i have and maybe i'm dumb on this but Fen gets, or not Fen, but Boba gets to re-roll for each opposing ship at range one. Um, while you perform an attack at range one, if the speed of your revealed maneuver matches that of a friendly ship at range one, you may re-roll one attack die. What if you're flying a swarm style list and you have multiple ships at range one? Does I this think work we... like Boba's ability and you get multiple no. re-rolls or you just get the one? I think you just get the one. Yeah, okay. you just need a, just a single ship at the same initiative, rolling the same um, the same speed, so that way you can get that um, that ability off um, reliably. And it's oh only on god. offense, but not on defense. So Kanan in the VCX. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Kanan in the VCX. That's a um, big body ship right there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, I think that uh, that this is a really interesting take on the generic here for the Fang Fighter, uh, really opening it up. Um, and, I, and now that I was thinking, somebody had mentioned Ezra Tie Fighter. I would actually run Ezra Attack Shuttle again with Malice and Maul, like I had before. Uh, I think that would be a really that's great a really good support <laughs> ship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's expensive as hell, but man, because that thing put out some damage. Man, I love it. I hate that thing. <laughs> Stupid attack yeah, that was good nonsense. So, um, so I think that's all we have here for the uh, the Fang Fighter um, previews that we have so far from AMG that they released. Um, I am. Did you see what Deslin just said in the chat? BCX I'm so mad at this idea. Oh man, they can both oh, yeah. white K turn. Oh, that's dirty. I love yep. it. It's very scummy. You'll never have to stress. <laughs> 
yeah this it's it's definitely really good now um the other um card that isn't used as much on rebels hopeful uh when another friendly ship dies you can either perform a boost or a focus action um with this particular chassis if another ship dies you can focus or you can boost into a red focus if they're not stressed when another friendly dies so this actually does help out to become even more aggressive later on if you happen to position them in the right way can i wax poetic for a second yeah these are scum ships right yes they're rebel pilots yes they represent a time in which they were flying for the rebels what if they give these illicit slots i don't think they would i think i think that the illicit slots should remain on the scum versions on these i don't think that they should come over to the rebel side i mean i hope they don't but even if they do i mean the, the most we'll see is what contraband cybernetics maybe oh, um or even false transponder, even though you're not really wanting to take target locks with these with this chassis. Well, that's what I'm looking at right now. So, like, if I pull up, oh, never mind, never mind. the The scum ones don't even have them. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. That's yep. What I there's no there's no illicit on on any fang. There's mod slots, torpedo slots, and talent slots, depending on uh, where you know where you are in the pilot uh, span of things. Uh, but there's no illicits for scum fang. So, never mind. There's no illicits at all. Yeah. Now, I think that's all they've actually revealed so far for like this pack. As I, as I understand, this is part of the Mando pack that's coming, or the card pack that's going to yep. have a bunch of cards for everything. Um, overall, what do you think of this pack? Are you you think that I'm this buying is it? I'm I mean, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I think there's this some, is like... some there's some scum stuff in there. I will probably try and find <laughs> someone at my local wink wink JJ wink wink. Um, <laughs> that might want to split the pack that way I because I have no need for anything that's not scum or republic. So the rest of the cards are gonna go to waste for me anyway. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. This is like one of these card packs that I've I've this is probably I'm more hyped for this than I was for Hot Shots and Aces when that came out. Sir, that's um, blasphemy. That is that dude, is pure blasphemy, sir. This is I think this is a higher I uh, is going to have more impact in the game than Hot Shots and Aces. That's, that's uh, absolutely it'll have a it'll much have a much bigger impact, but I don't know if it'll have cuz Hot Shots and Aces had a huge impact because and I'm speaking as a scum player. Right? That's where we got our that's where we started getting more force users, isn't it? Isn't that when we got Kanan? We got uh Fifth Brother in that pack. We got No, no, for the uh, scum for oh, the for scum, scum, sir. Yes. No, Kanan was in the Fugitive and Collaborators pack. That's the. I'm trying uh, to think of what was huge in the Hot Shots and Aces pack. We got the Jumpmaster pilots. Uh, we got. Oh yeah, we got Nam Lam. Yeah, Nam Lam. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Gorgor, uh, the Bossy ninety five. Yeah, that's right. I think that this has more of an impact overall than Hot Shots and Aces because of the quality of the pilots and the upgrades. So. Yep. All right. <clears throat> well, let's move on to LVO stuff, right? That's what we can move on to? Yeah, sure. that's it. All right. <clears throat> so here is some of the tokens that they're giving away. So I just kind of wanted to cover these. I thought these looked really cool. Um especially these 
initiative tokens right here. I don't own any of these, and these are different um, lightning bolt, you know, energy tokens, but we can never have enough of those. Yeah, I think those look really great. Um, the other thing that Ryan Farmer had posted actually earlier today was a prize for first place, which is a 3D printed um, Hammerhead Corvette, uh, which looks fantastic. I love that chip. Yeah, I do too. Um, and then here are the templates that they're giving away. If you like templates, I like the fact that they have the Fly Better logos, right? Split up for all of these. That looks really cool. Um, I'm not a yellow fan at all, but <laughs> I do like the aspect of the Fly Better logos for them. Um, I do think those are pretty cool. So you're saying that we need to come out with a yellow, or uh, sorry, with a white, black, and red template for Plenty Face Syndicate? We you, we could, and I would run those <laughs> a lot more. I have Thrawn. I need, I need them I for my uh, for my case. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. So then these are kind of like what you're gonna get um, per win. So you're gonna get focus tokens, stress tokens, calculate. Um, so I guess if Charles gets calculates, you're welcome to donate them to me because you'll probably never use them. <laughs> you'll keep two of them. You keep two. Can you, can you scroll back up to the, the token packs? Cause we had picture, we had pictures of the token packs. Can you scroll back up? Yep. yep. I did. There he is. Okay. Um, JJ, can you correct me if I'm wrong on this, but minus some minor cosmetic changes the non-target lock tokens here look really similar to curled paw like the shields look on point these the are charges tokens oh are they yeah. then yeah i've yeah. got i've got calculates from when i bought my curled paw pack so they're 100 percent available for you if you want them <laughs> yeah i own i think i own um 16 of them so 16 or 17 of them i had to buy them because i have droids and yeah, you're running some of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ridiculous. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. It's um whatever it is, it's it, it is what it is. But um either which way, so those are just kind of some of the tokens that we're getting. Um I don't know, there's locks that you're gonna be able to get, dial covers they have, range rulers are for top eight. Templates are top four, and a case is the finalist with a trophy. So, seems pretty cool to me. But I just wanted to go through those because those seem to be uh, the the new thing that you can get, and uh, I was kind of excited by it. So, all right. So why don't we move on to our meta wing analysis for LVO? All right. That's it. Yeah, hold on. It's it's loading because it's slow. There we go. All right. So what I did is I went ahead and said pilots, and I said anything from the new points update, which I couldn't remember what day it was. Um, but I put January or uh, September first 
to uh, yesterday's date when I ran this. And what it does is this, we can now format it to say hyperspace. We can just format it to say most popular. Um, to me, the easiest way is to leave everything open and just ignore ships that are not black box. So for example, Dash is the number one pilot. We can literally just ignore him. Nobody yeah. can run him. It's not a thing. He's been in way too much and needs to be nerfed. So when we talk about list building or things that we're going to see, we see a lot of Ahsoka Tana, Jess Pava, Jake Farrow. No, this is not LVO list. Um, I don't I don't think LVO lists are released. Not yet. I don't think any, we don't, yet. aren't required to turn them in until day up. So I can yeah. go through my list if you guys want to see my list or one of the two lists. But I think we've already kind of done that a couple of times. What I wanted to do is kind of talk about the pilots and the ships and the upgrades that we are going to see that are going to be more popular. I mean, for sure, we're going to see droids. Lots and lots of droids. Um, as far as Rebels go, I don't... Navi, I'm sorry. Navi, I'm sorry. Um, I don't see A-Wings being present. Um, I do. I, I think that the Rebel A-Wings do have a strong presence in the Rebels. Um, when you take a look at uh, specifically the most popular ones right now, uh, Jake Farrell, number one there on the list, um, as well as Wedge Antilles, who's a great cheap pocket ace that allows him to still have that ability on Initiative 4. And then, of course, uh, Shara Bay's also been making a resurgence recently in some of the, um, the local tournaments that I've seen around here. Um, I think those are are really good, solid choices that are cheap um, that allow you to either put them in a four or five ship list, or heck, you can even still run a six uh, six A wing list, all named um, with rebels, and they've done pretty well, especially with the um, uh, with the vectored cannons uh, that allow you to shoot out the back and make it treats them basically like the RZ two A wings. Um, I think they're very, very strong options for for the Rebels, and I do see that they could make a, a impact at LVO for it. Um, beyond that, Luke Skywalker is always a favorite, always has been, just for his his natural ability to always defend. Um, he's really good. Garvin Trace, as well as um, as Kyle Katarn um, and Hera, um, that's still a viable option because uh, the HWK is black box legal um, because it was released in the Fugitive and Collaborators pack. Um, so I think that is going to be a solid option as well for the Rebels. So, <clears throat> yeah, I think the other one that was surprising to me was this uh, Kazuto whatever um, yeah, in the Fireball. I was kind of surprised that that made the higher listing of appearances. I, I, I guess I don't know why, personally. Well, if you look at some of the top, uh, some of the more popular options for the for the resistance, um, particularly like four ship lists that include just Pava, uh, because he's so cheap and his ability is uh, pretty reliable until he starts taking damage, he's a 3-3 three, three, uh, ship, right, at initiative four that's going to do some damage. That's better than a T-60, uh, excuse me, a T-70 X-Wing in terms of like agility and attack, right, for for what the, the points give you. Yes, you have less health and you have no shield shields on it but if you manage to give it uh that m9 droid that uh that allows it to give it a passive reroll every time it attacks 
Um, if you ignore Kaz, Kaz is going to push in some damage on you. And you you pair it with things like Rostico um, or just Pava, and it becomes a very good efficiency list where you're throwing a lot of dice for a very cheap for the resistance. So that's why I think he's he's been more more popular as of recent. Yep. The other one we see in here is Jay Jango Fett Tafson um, Rose. I think I think Rose will be less. I, th I think we see a lot less of Rose than we had before, and Tafson won't be there. Um, yeah. I think those two. I think Jango's a 50-50. I think Jango Zam is still a viable list. Um, but at the same token, really, it has to be very careful because if it doesn't get the output, they just die. You know. Yeah. As you, so if you were running as a separatist player, if you're running Django Fett, would you run it in a two ship list with Zam or possibly Maul? Or would you um, instead run it with like other generic droids like Tri Fighters or even uh, Vultures? What would you I, prefer? I would prefer Vultures and I'd prefer to put Zam on them over Dooku. Just personally. And it's only for yeah. the Zam trigger. Um, I'm not super happy that Zam crew in Separatists is 11 points. I understand why it has to be <laughs> to some extent, but you know, like getting that free target lock, right? You know, put your false transponder codes on. Make sure you put on your um, your what you call it the uh the uh, the I can't remember the name of the stupid thing, but whatever you want to call the um. Treacherous. There you go. With those droids, I think that that fixes a lot of stuff. Um, I I I really do think the the droids are better with Django. So I don't disagree with you on that um, at all. Um, I don't know. Django is good, but so here's the hard part that I have. Because I see this and I get all of the get all of the the meta analysis, but all this makes me want to do is look at the top stuff and go, okay, I'm not running that. <laughs> well, that's right? you. That's that, okay. That's though. me. I don't. I don't want to run meta. I don't care. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to win, right? But I've been playing this game long enough. And I know my play style well enough to know that I'm not going to run meta. The closest I'm going to come to meta is two fire sprays. And if you really look at the meta analysis, I downloaded um, into a spreadsheet from December of last year through December of this year. So I got a full year's worth of information from online tournaments. Do you know what list is not represented on that? Double scum, <laughs> double scum fire sprays. There, it's not there. There are some fire spray lists. Like there's a, uh, I saw a, a triple generic fire spray um, that you could fit that looks like it'd be fun, but they're just, they're not represented. Scum fire sprays are not part of the meta. So I'm okay with it. Like CIS fire sprays are 100% part of the meta, but right now, scum fire sprays are not, not there. Um, and the ones that the, the lists that do have the scum fire sprays can't work for LVO. Uh, because they have either upgrades or they're paired with other ships. Like there's a list that runs Boba with Asajj. You can't run Asajj. She's not black box. So there's, you know what I mean? You can't pair Asajj with a fire spray and run that list. 
Yeah, so and that's the sad thing because I I actually probably would run um Asajj just because I really think she's fun to run. Like out of everything in Scum, like she's really one of my favorite. And if we're talking like, and maybe we'll do this next week, but I, I kind of wanted to do list building with Vando, right? Or list building with a Gauntlet fighter, even if we don't have points. Like I really think Asajj with Mando is going to be fun. If we look at the two dials, put them together. I think those two can be a really decent, again, unless they fuck up Asajj's points, could be really decent. You know, she is really aggressively point costed for her her abilities. But in this format, we can't run her, you know. So obviously there's Kylo Silencer, Grievous. Um, is Lando Black Box? Yes. Okay. But uh, Wait, which? Oh, no, yeah, all Landos are Black yeah. Box, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So can you run Lando and you can run Lando and Bosk together, right? Who else would yes, you put the, in that? Because the, the YV is also black box now. Yeah. Um, so I've seen a few lists that include Lando with Bosk. Um, you could Dengar. easily, yeah, you could easily okay. put in Dengar in there as well, or Tel Travora. Um, and no, even if you're looking for a, like a triple big base list. You're going to do a Jump Master pilot, a Falcon pilot, and a YV triple six because the only other yeah. large base that you have the option of would be the the Shadowcaster, um, and the Shadowcaster is not black box. Um, yeah. So the closest thing you're going to get to Jump Master, which is comparable stat line wise, um, you know, you get the and especially if you put um, the Punishing One title on it, uh, giving it the the three dice attack. Um, if you're if you're locked out the front, it's it's very close in stat line to uh, to the Shadowcaster overall. So you could potentially run those three big bases. Um, the the thing that I see is I think that a lot of people are going to want to run certain things, but for some people, uh, mainly like myself, and I can only speak for me, but JJ, you know our local scene, right? Mm -hmm. The shop that we normally played at on Wednesday nights, it's not there. I've had I've had really minimal opportunities because of work and everything, uh, in addition to the the day kind of dying off on Wednesdays to yeah. run anything on a physical table. So realistically, with the exception of probably three or four games and the tournament that we played in in Phil's basement, Chris, this will be the first time that I am fielding a list on a table for more than a single game. <laughs> in two years well it sounds like you and jj need to get together every night next week and play <laughs> that's what i think jj's like. wife might hate me if we did that but i mean <laughs> JJ, you're, she you were supposed to come, shift you were supposed to come over this weekend and pick up that uh the, oh yeah that's right that's right yeah set, but, but stuff happened so she works second shift you could just go to jj's house every night you I just could. you could just roll up there hang out with jj every night jj's wife's not going to be there I'm down you play X-Wing every night? Am I, am I your X-Wing mistress, JJ? Yes. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll have you jump out the window just in case. <laughs> I'll, I'll... <laughs> no, there's so many ways. I'm going to walk away from that conversation. <laughs> um. So when we look at some of these other ones, so Sam shows up, right? Wedge shows up. <clears throat> Kyle Katarn shows up. Um. These bombers will be a thing. I thought it was kind of interesting because all of a sudden Warthog and Anakin show up. So I am a little concerned about Warthog swarms of some sort. I do think that that is a possibility, though. You're right, Charles. If nobody's putting anything on the table, do 
does anybody really you know, is anybody going to run a swarm other than me maybe you know and that's that's the thing like so when we look at the major swarms right like let's just let's wax poetic for a second i'll tangent a little bit so you've got a wing swarms i can see them being there because a lot of us have been playing since 1.0 a lot of us have a wing models from 1.0 so there's a very big possibility for a wing swarms there's a very big possibility for m3 wait is m3 a black box yes, yes. m3 is black box so you got m3 a swarms those have existed since 1.0 but now you have to look at when you look at a warthog swarm, what are you going to run with it? V wings, maybe. Um, but mainly you're going to look at torrents. Torrents are hard to find, especially if you're a newer player that didn't get into the game until after 2.0 came out. Good luck. You know what yeah. I mean? You're not you're not going to have torrents to back warthog unless you have friends that have them and are willing to part ways with them. When you look at um your droid swarm. Yes, lots of people have droids, but how many people have enough to field an eight droid swarm? And how many people other than you, Chris, are passionate enough that they want to do six games for 10 and a half to 12 hours of running an eight ship swarm nonstop? Um, that's mentally taxing. I've run a four ship list at a regional tournament that was nowhere near as big as this. And after round four, dude, it's it's an endurance sport. After round four, your brain is mush, right? And I'm not I'm not saying everybody. Some people are built for it. Some people have done it enough that it's second nature for them. But for me, anything longer than like a three-round or four-round like little local store championship level tournament, even, even playing GSP where you're going breakneck pace because you don't have to get up and go find your next pairing and move to the table and set up and then start going, right? You're just... Set up, click a button, load on the screen. Even those, a six-round GSP virtual tournament was still 10 and a half to 12 hours. This is going to be that, but you're going to be trapped in a room with three, 400 people all playing X-Wing at all times. You know what I mean? So it's it's going to be considerable. So that's why I, I was going to run the four V-Wings and um, Ahsoka. And I shied away from it because I need less ships. I need, yep, sleeping in a hotel, not eating home food. Like, you're going to be, it's, the person that wins this is going to be a battle-tested person. Because at the end of two full days of X-Wing, you know, with top cut and everything, plus side events, plus staying up because you're in Vegas and it never sleeps, it's like New York. It's just going to be nuts. I could not run an eight ship list. I would be dead by round three. That's just me personally. Uh, I know. But like right now, what you what you got on screen, the Skurg, not an option. It's not black box, unfortunately, because I would totally run uh, Boba Nim or like Nim Eamon as, as a, just a bomber tech and just go all out. But the Skurg is not black box, so it hasn't been released yet. Give me my Skurg. AMG, <laughs> AMG, give me my skirt. I don't think you're going to get anything else. You're getting Mando and you're getting Gauntlet Fighters, man. So I think that's the problem. You ain't going to get much more for Scum, I don't think. Yep, and we're not getting either of those in the next 11 days. So <laughs> so those don't matter. Nothing, nothing that we've previewed or really gone into really matters unless the Mando pack drops in the next 11 days, which I don't it's, think it does. It's not I scheduled to, so... Yeah, I think the only thing that's come out has been the the Aces High uh, organized play kit. Um, 
But other than that, nothing's going to change. You just got to really look at what's black box and what's not. And unfortunately for scum, there's not a lot. Yep. Sorry. If we look at upgrades, false transponder codes or something, you're going to want to look for um, high probability they'll exist. I have them on, you know, um, my two ship list uh, in CIS. So they, they, they are a thing um, as foils. Who cares? Uh, this R6D8 droid is interesting. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised it made that top level, uh, but that's something that you're going to want to look out for. Prockets, obviously, are the number one missile. Hull upgrade, uh, nobody cares about Outrider. That shows you how many times Dash has ran and won. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> Vector Cannons was uh, a surprise for me. I did not think Vector Cannons was going to be a big thing, um, but but I, I can see it. I just, I don't, I've tried running them on Rebel. I just, I don't get the same thing. Moldy Crow, Jyn is going to be huge because I don't think there's any bans on any cards, right? You know? Other than the ones that were proposed by AMG, no. Mm -mm. <clears throat> so Jin's going to be a thing. Heroic is going to be a thing. Uh, our good old friend Count Dooku will be a thing. Um, grappling Struts, obviously. Uh, trick shot. I think trick shot is going to be huge um, for this meta, honestly, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I think so, because especially with the hard rule, uh, the the hard mode obstacles now, a lot more people are going to be bringing more um, more rocks, more debris versus like gas clouds. Um, and they tend to be bigger overall than the gas clouds. So you have more of an uh, agency to trigger that because um, you're more likely to have like obstructed shots, especially if you have ships that have the ability to like reposition after the fact or something like that, like uh, namely like my blank out. I'm sorry, blackout um, <laughs> with sensitive controls. Um, so you you can get that reliably. Or if you look at the Falcon, for instance, you know, that has the primary chart arc, you can reliably um, like kite around the of the board and get those trick shots off so yeah yep dorsal turrets lone wolf those would be really popular too um i don't see counter nets being as big of a deal this time around i, I just don't i think that um that stat is going to increase by like 20 just by charles alone um affecting <laughs> <laughs> with viewings so yeah <laughs> We'll, we'll definitely see it a, a lot more often than the New England Patriots score points last night against the Buffalo Bills, and I did that just for Greg. So. I, I, how about this? You can cover whatever you want. I sure as fuck don't know anything. You, you'd have to join our ninja um, if you want to talk talk about that, Greg. I, I, I don't watch football. I don't have cable. I don't watch football. So if somebody else has it on, I'll watch it, but I don't go out of my way to watch football ever. I'd rather watch X-Wing. Actually, I think I didn't. Didn't you stream last night, Greg? Somebody streamed last night I watched. I don't know who streamed, but somebody streamed last night I watched them. Um, I do think Zam Crew will be down. I don't think Zam Crew is going to be as big of a thing outside of Separatists as it was. I just don't. I don't see it. So The for, combos are, are not there in Scum. Yeah, for Separatists, obviously, you know, that's a nice fit for, for Django. But for, yeah, for Scum, I mean, you could potentially run it on Bosk, but that's about it that I can think of that would reliably want to use it. The other only other person I could see is Dengar um, as a possibility as well to use um, 
Zam because if you shoot and you're in the front arc for for Dengar, you get that target lock and you get a second shot automatically. So that's a nice like extra bit for um for Dengar. But beyond that, I don't see much use for for Zam on Scum. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's. I don't really have a lot else to go over for LVO. I don't think we need to waste too much time. I do have a system malfunction I wanted to cover. Um, and I'm ready. JJ is going to love <laughs> this one. Um, I don't know. Do you want to you tee it up? Because you Let's tilted me the other night. So, All right. So the, the list that we're going to be looking at today is a resistance list that I flew um quite a bit in the early stages of uh of two point i'm sorry uh the the early stages when the transport the resistance transport came out um the list is dnum in the t70 he's equipped with marksmanship pattern analyzer and auto blasters as well as the foils um you have zz uh sorry not zz uh tally wow i don't know why it says zz with predator and then uh, you have Noden with Pattern Analyzer, Corsella, R4 Astromech, and then to round it off, you have Finn with Heroic, Perceptive Copilot, and Pattern Analyzer. Now, the the one particular um, interaction here, uh, which is going to be the system malfunction that we're going to cover, is Num with Pattern Analyzer. So essentially, with Num, his ability reads, when you gain a stress token, if you have a ship at range one in your front arc, you can remove that stress token. So what you can do with Dinam is you can perform either a linked action um, that gives you a stress, or you can uh, do a K-turn or a talent roll. And as long as you have pattern analyzer, you can um, take an action before the check stress portion of your of executing maneuver. So that allows you to reposition and then his ability would trigger because then you would get that stress at that point. As long as you have a ship in that front arc at range one for Ninum, he removes that stress. And then now you can take your regular action again. Um, and of course, if you're able to link it again to another stress, assuming that you still have that ship in that front arc, you can still remove that stress. So in, um, so that's the interaction that we're going to be looking at here. Go ahead, Chris. So <clears throat> I'm going to say right now, in my opinion, this is bullshit. This is broken and this should be immediately fixed. And uh, how about this? Uh, the reason we have the graphic for tonight for the, the show is literally because the high probability that Nidnub dies in that CR90 is so high. It's not even funny. I mean, that's directly from the movie. <laughs> just so everybody knows. I literally stimped that right out of the movie this afternoon. And I'm saying, fuck Nidnub. Now, I understand the logic and what they can do. Um, I I get it. I don't a hundred percent always disagree with some of these these things, but the ability to do a maneuver that's stressful. Get rid of your stress. Take an action. Take a second action. Get rid of your stress again. So you literally can never be stressed as long as there's a ship in range one of you in your arc. Never ever. And I don't disagree that this takes some practice, but here we have a 64 point ship, which is actually only 59 points. If you get rid of auto blasters and marksmanship, yeah, unless you get panic pilot, you're right. Unless you get panic pilot, that's the only time that yeah. affects the end up. But 
again, here I have a, a ship that for 59 points is basically a defender, minus the fact that you get a free evade. But it's doing defender things with almost the same amount of... Actually, it has the exact same amount of health that a defender has. Same amount. I disagree with you. It's it's 100% true. I can 4K with Dum and get rid of my stress and take my actions. It is literally a bolt, like a, a defender. And yet, this ship here, which is not quite as maneuverable as a defender, but pretty close, is 59 points. I just think they, I agree. I think that pattern analyzer simply needs to be eroded to what, um, before they took away her sensor slot, what advanced sensors did for Guri. Uh, and that is if you decide to take the action prior to the check action step, you do not get another action. And because then, and the way that that the way that that limited Guri and I know people are like limited Guri. What are you talking about? You could not boost into a focus. You could not link the action because you could only take the one action. You could not take the secondary action. If pan pattern analyzer works there, it's still strong. It's still strong because you're still shedding the stress, so your next turn is wide open. But at at no point should you be getting double actions from doing a red maneuver. That's all I'm saying. And like in, in a, in a defender, you are paying more points to get your free evade. And you have to do certain things to get your free evade. We got to stay three, three, uh, three to five, right? Three or above. Yep. So I get it, but the defender is insane. amount of points compared to this for a base level. I mean, a named, I five defender, what does that cost? 75, 80 points. But you're yeah. also you're also taking a ship that's got three attack dice, three defense dice, three hull, and four shield versus a ship that only has one defense die. Two. So, so two. He has two. Nemo so, has two defense dice. B wings have two. I, I thought B wings have it's one. It's not a B wing. No, no, it's a, a T seventy. It's an X wing. Oh, T seventy. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I do understand <laughs> your point on that, Charles. But you, the one thing you got to consider here is that at this, let let's eliminate the points of the auto blaster and marksmanship. It's fifty nine points. I can add overdrive thrusters and add initiative five. I'm going to outmaneuver the majority of your list because all I have to do is a focus linked into a barrel roll. And now I'm way, way out of where you think I was going to be. Um, and then on top of that, if I end up landing um, at range one of somebody, I just negated that stress. So he, he does have a high ceiling for for his maneuverability and where he's going to end. And on top of that, he takes zero consequences. Now, let's assume that you end up blocking the 4K. His ability still triggers at range zero to one. So as long as it's in that front arc, you're still removing that stress. So you still get no negative effects no. from attempting that red. Oh, if there is an enemy ship in your front arc. So you have yeah. to have somebody in your front arc. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so there there is a downside to it to some extent, right? It's a little bit different than the Defender that says you do not have to have anybody to take a double action. But at the same token, a Defender is, get, it's an evade they're specifically getting 
they aren't getting linked actions. There isn't as much maneuverability with a defender as there is with the others. Yes, I don't think defenders should go down in points. I'm not advocating for that in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you know, that's not what this discussion is. It's the knee nub interaction with pattern analyzer that sucks. And Charles, I, I would agree with you on that. I I like the limit limit it so you get the one the one action. All right, fine. I would I would let you play around with um Neonub that way and be probably be a little bit more fine because I can't barrel roll focus, right? I don't get that action anymore. Um I don't know. I, the, the the problem I have is is this. And if we look at Poe, I think Poe's 66 points. Big Poe. Yeah, fly happy, happy or turbo happy. Fly happy. <laughs> fly happy Poe. 61. Fly, fly happy Poe. So yeah, 61, Poe's 61 yeah. without any of this type of stuff. So I have 66 with pattern analyzer. If I add overdrive thrusters, which I can't do, it would be another eight points. So now I'm looking at 74 point Poe. It was less maneuverable. That's all I'm saying. I I'm I, I again I, I I understand that maybe this is a niche a niche thing, right? But I'm telling you right now that Neonub interaction is bullshit. It should go. Um I hate it more there you go, Charles. This is taking my top hatred spot over fucking it's, um, it's replacing Torkel Box. Yes. Torkel Mux right now. Oh, you yeah. have no idea. SJJ, <laughs> you, I was so tilted. I, I literally almost got up and walked away from the game. I'm dead serious. Like, I almost just got up. I was like, I've never seen this before. Who the fuck? Why the fuck is A, is this never ran? And B, why in God's green earth does this even exist? Like, seriously. And, and yeah. JJ didn't even have overdrive thrusters on here. Like, can you, like, all you have to do with, with his list is drop the, um, drop heroic. On the no, just yeah. drop heroic. And, uh, oh, I got overdrive oh, yeah. thrusters. Boom. Yeah, it's Disgusting. it's a it's a really really solid thing. Now, going back to why this isn't played as much for it is because yes, Poe um, specifically Commander Poe is cheaper, and you get a lot more utility out of his ability for the list overall. But if you're running a solo ace by itself who doesn't need support, Ninum basically is is a better chassis for that. Yes, he's initiative five. He doesn't move after the initiative six aces. Um, and if you're facing off against A-Wings, you're going to have a tougher time, but still, against lower initiative ships, um, or even same initiatives, a, a, even with Road, you still have a greater advantage um, with Ninum if you're running one-on-one -on -one versus somebody, I would say, in my opinion. Alright, well, there's uh, my rant. I should have done it at the beginning of the show. I had more energy. Um, <laughs> I was more of a dick. Um, but anyway, that, that's, that's just my opinion um you could say it doesn't mean anything greg but uh it's not a jank tank list <laughs> i i disagree though the, i think i so, still think it's a problem to clarify this particular list that we're looking at here i have actually made it to a top four table uh with this list um and and done very very well so i it is something that has done well in the past so yeah maybe it's a new list charles has to run for lvo I'm just kidding. I'm Charles. not no. flying rebels. <laughs> it's not rebels. It's resistance. It's resistance. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up for the normal portion. Uh, you guys up for doing a 15-minute um, Boba Fett after show? Is yes. 15 minutes going to be enough time? Well, okay, 20 minutes? We were at I'm 30 just, I'm minutes. I'm just saying, I, no, I need to be done by 11, bro. I got to yeah, work so, in the morning. All right. 20 minutes, then. We get 20 minutes. All right. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to play the extra, and then we'll be back in two minutes with Boba Fett. So if you have not watched the new Boba Fett episode, do not stick around. But if you do want to stick around and you want to talk about the Boba Fett show, non-experimentally related, um, where Boba Fett somehow does not ever get re-rolls, but is now somehow a Count Dooku of most um, <laughs> Eisley's, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. We'll be right back with more uh, Planning Face Syndicate. <laughs> 